0: Welcome to The Examine Podcast, where we have real and raw conversations about porn and purity. Brought to you by triplexchurch.com. Here's your host, Brittany De La Mora.
1: I'm excited about our next guest. I met him a few years ago when I got to be a part of a documentary called After Porn Ends 3. It's incredible, check it out on Netflix. Um, today I'm excited to welcome Billy. Thank you so much for joining Thank us today. Thank you guys
2: for having me. Absolutely.
1: So I want to know what was kind of like uh, the heart and the vision behind After after Porn Ends.
2: Oh wow, so the vision. So I guess our approach to doing the documentary series was we wanted to enter the community with no bias Mm -hmm. and uh, we wanted to capture the imagination, the energy, Mm -hmm. passion, but uh, more importantly, the reality. Of the mm-hmm. industry
0: mm-hmm.
2: and we had a we had a, a a motto on set where we were like uh, you know if you if you want to learn something just shut up and listen
1: yeah that's good and
2: so that was uh, primarily our approach
1: mm-hmm. And what did you do um, on the documentary what was your job description
2: so I was a I, I am a producer on the series and uh, I edited the uh, second one and uh, I mean you wear multiple hats when you do a documentary you know, it's, uh, whatever it takes, but, uh, whether it's, you know, it's a lot of relationship building. Yeah. You want to gain the trust of the people, you know, be genuine about it, but you, you know, it's, you need to build those relationships and develop them. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's when the real stories start coming out.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: So you wanted to show, um, you know, a documentary where it was like two sides. There was really no you know, you didn't go in with uh, the industry is this way or the industry is that way. You're very neutral. So when you, did you get what you were hoping for, like from the documentary? Like, did you, you had your vision and then when you went in, were you like, okay, this, we got exactly what we were looking for?
2: Yeah, it, it, it kind of kind of crazy, but the, the stories were were kind of, humorous to uh, in a way, you know. Some of
1: them were. Yeah, it's
2: like they're describing uh, <laughs> uh, their careers and I, I was like, okay, this is interesting, you know, just yeah. uh, what goes on actually on set. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was an experience, yeah. you know, and so a lot of shocking, uh, funny stuff. But uh, I think we got the message I'd like to say we got the message across and, and what we were seeking out to, to do, mm-hmm. and let the audience kind of form their own opinion. Right. We did go into it with a very non-biased outlook, and mm-hmm. you know, we we wanted to uh, just have these people tell their stories, you know, and yeah. uh, give them a platform, you know, give them a mm-hmm. voice. It's crazy. You have it's a very vulnerable um, community, mm-hmm. you know, and. Why uh, is that? Well, if you look online, if, if you ever see a video on YouTube with uh, the performer giving an interview and stuff, uh, look at the comments mm-hmm. on it, you know? They're horrible.
1: Yeah, people can be cruel.
2: This is society, you know? So mm-hmm. this goes into one of your questions was, is, uh, you know, what do you say to somebody that wants to enter the industry? Yeah. And the answer to that is make sure you have like a coat of armor on. Mm-hmm. and it
1: happened last year um i was just talking to somebody today about august ames she took a stance in the industry you know she wasn't okay with a couple things that were going on and you know she vocalized that on her twitter and just got severely bullied and you know, a lot of the industry came back and, and lashed out at the bullies because they believe that the bullies are a huge reason why she went in the direction she did, which was suicide. Mm-hmm. And like online bullying is never okay. You no, know, it isn't. we need to do a documentary on that. You yeah, need no, to do it, a documentary it, on it that. It needs to
2: be addressed. And like I say, it's with the YouTube channel. Mm-hmm. So Carbon Shark has a, has a YouTube channel mm-hmm. and it's a bunch of the bonus features for after porn ends. Got it up million views on one of them, another million views. I was like, wow, you know, people are really uh, taking to this. Mm-hmm. And then I started going through the comments.
1: What were some of the comments?
2: I mean, they're, they're horrific. You know, it's, they're, they're, they're really bad. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was the majority of them. There was some people supporting, you know, just kind of having their back. But the, the majority of comments were just, uh, people just hammering them. Yeah. You know, and, it's it's horrible. I felt really bad and I think, mm-hmm. you know, how do we address cyberbullying and you know, mm-hmm. what do we do to combat that? And yeah. yeah, I guess we can address it as much as possible, yeah. but um we can't censor them.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: That's their right. Yeah but man. Yeah. Or can we? I don't It goes know.
1: beyond porn though too. It's it's anytime you put yourself in front of an audience on the internet,
2: mm-hmm. it's
1: like, you know, they say that when people drink, they get liquid courage. Well, I believe that people on the internet get keyboard courage, you know, they just They're hiding. Typing away, you know? So even with social media nowadays, people put themselves on Instagram and Facebook and they have these public profiles. And you know, you, you open you open this door for people to just come in and, and say whatever they want to say. And it's just the dark world we live in. And that's- It's a
2: driving, it was you know? seriously, it was such the driving force though, like mm-hmm. to do another documentary, seeing those comments, pissed me off. It, yeah. it really motivated me because I'm like, how dare you, you know, you don't know this person. Yeah. You know, what did they do to you? Mm-hmm. It really, really got to me.
1: Where does that heart come from that you have? Like you have a, you genuinely have a heart to protect
2: I, people. people. I, 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 I do. Um, very much about respect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, uh, that's a big value. You know, it's, I hate disrespectful people. I yeah. truly, I could say I, I hate to say that I hate something, but mm-hmm. I do. It's mm-hmm. there's, I have zero tolerance for that.
1: So when you were working on After Porn Ends, um, you got to interview quite a few people. Mm-hmm. You get to see a lot of people be yeah. interviewed um, in the industry. When I was my former self, when I was Jenna Presley, we really learned how to. Well, I learned how to perform, you know, like I didn't know how to get out of character and I really protected the industry in a different way, like where I would literally, I would just lie about things. I would lie about, you know, the STDs weren't in the industry and just different things, you know, to protect who I was because my career was on the line. And so I was really Mm -hmm. in performance mode and also it's, it's easier to hide behind an alter ego. It's easier to hide behind your character when you're not comfortable with yourself. So do you feel like there were any unauthentic interviews or do you feel like everybody was just, you know, completely authentic in who they were?
2: (sighs) You, you, like, I just thought of ginger Lynn because Mm -hmm. ginger Lynn had said, um, how some performers turn their porn star on and off. And she goes into talking about a couple uh, sitting across from each other, you know, prior to a scene, and they're just on their phones. Yeah. You, you know, and, uh, <laughs> and she's, she's, she's in this room, too, and she's just, like, watching this. And when they go, you know, they, they're ready to start shooting. They just put their phones down and they go start having sex. Exactly. And she's just, for her, she's like, I can't believe they just went and did that. That yeah. is not who I am, mm-hmm. you know. She's i love she loved being in the industry she loved what she was doing Mm -hmm. you know and so you know it's some performers you know maybe that's their approach i don't think it was for all of them yeah um but i got more the sense of back in the 80s and 90s the performers from back then it was a different time and a lot of those performers planted their feet and set it out truly as a, as, as a career. Mm-hmm. They wanted to be in it. Whether what got them in there, you know, is a different story, but it's, when they were in it, a lot of them were just, you know, mm-hmm. uh, I'm gonna be in this industry, I'm gonna be the best.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: How's your view changed on pornography or has it changed at all since, like, pre-filming this documentary versus after filming the documentary?
2: You know, there needs to be a message that gets out there mm-hmm. about uh, the difference between entertainment mm-hmm. and education, you know, um, kids watching porn today, mm-hmm. see that, you know, this is, we've kind of all heard this and they think that that's the norm. That's what right. you do, you know, yeah. and that's not the case. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, uh, educating a younger audience into, um, sex and love, and mm-hmm. the difference between that and adult mm-hmm. entertainment.
1: Right. In the documentary, yeah. After Porn Ends, this was all people who had left the industry, mm-hmm. but not some- all. Oh, not all.
2: Well, we have um, bridges between segments of okay. current performers, uh, yeah. new and current performers that, uh, yeah.
1: So what happened, though, with the performers that had left? Some of them went back. Why do you think that is?
2: That's a great question. I think some of them went back into the industry after they left porn because um, it goes back to the evolution of the industry and where I think it's it's moving. And this is completely subjective, you know, I just, from being around it, I feel like this is the direction it's going. Why did, you know, why did Lisa Ann go back?
0: Mm -hmm. Why did
2: uh, Brittany Andrews go back? And I think it has to do with the fact that they, the power and control mm-hmm. uh, comes back to them now, mm-hmm. that um, they, the money's still good, you know, their names and stuff in the industry, so uh, they can control what they're doing. Yeah. But what did they find out, you know, mm-hmm. as we were talking earlier, um, are like, yeah, this isn't for me anymore. Yeah,
1: that's I've what grown. Lisa was saying yesterday. So, Lisa, it's not said, for me I'm anymore. not,
2: this isn't for me anymore.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: I, I've grown, I want to do different things. Yeah, what you know, I think
1: I'm, the exit and return rate is actually really high because, um, I had left the industry at one point for maybe a period of eight months and then I got back into it. Uh-huh. And I think it's just you're so familiar with that industry, like, I was like, well, where am I supposed to go work? I'm going to apply for a job at Hooters. And then I had a tattoo and they said, well, we can't hire you at this location. And I'm like, at Hooters, At Hooters, I was like, what the heck? So it's kind of like, well, what do I do now? You know? And you're so familiar with that industry that oftentimes like, you'll just go back to your place of comfort because it is hard. Well, you get a sense
2: of, you get a sense of community with, with the industry. And so, yeah, it's, it's what you know. And it's what you know. know.
1: Yeah. Hey, there's a girl who had reached out to me a couple years ago who wanted out of the industry. And so I told her, okay, you want out, come move in with me and my husband.
0: Yeah. She came,
1: really? Yeah. This is not a joke. I met her on Instagram. I didn't even know her when I was in porn. Like she'd only been in it for maybe a year or so yeah. at this point. And so I told her, come, come move in with us, you know, move in. <laughs> <laughs> she came, she lived with us for one night. And then, (laughs) I I know, I just was talking to her the other day. I'm like, why did you leave? And she's like, honestly, I just didn't feel worthy of a better life. She's like, I didn't feel... Like, I de- deserved that, and I was also afraid, and she's like, I had a panic attack that night. Like, what? what's my life going to look like? Am I going to be poor? Am I going to be homeless, you know? Yeah. And so she went back. It's easier sometimes to go back than it is to move forward. Like, my process of moving forward, I had to work at a limousine company. I went from making $30,000 a month to $11.25 an hour. Oh. Yeah. It's a humbling, it was really, really humbling. I had to rent a room from my dad for $400. Like I had, I was so, for me, I was at that place where I was so done with my addiction. And I knew that if I was in the industry, it was going to feed my addiction because I was going to have the money to pay for drugs. And, and, and Did you
2: question going back like almost every day or something like uh, because you missed the money or was it the ever first thing?
1: time I left, I did. Yeah. So I learned from my mistakes because the first time that I left, I still kept like my Twitter account up and over a hundred thousand followers. And, and so when I tell people, oh, I'm retired from the industry, then all of a sudden my name was number one on free ones. And I'm getting all these people messaging me and why are you retiring this? That? And so it was this like gravitational pull. Yeah. So the second time I left, I said, okay, I am deleting my Facebook. I don't, really? I don't care how many followers I <laughs> have i deleting my Twitter. I did not care. I deleted everything because, like, when I got into the industry, I was already broken. And so then when you're broken and you have a lot of money and you're already prone to doing drugs, I was doing drugs off and on in, in high school, I'm like, okay, well, it's easy to get here because I have a lot of money. A lot of people are on drugs, so I can get it here and there. So I knew that if I wanted to protect myself that I needed to just get rid. I didn't even tell anybody the second time when I quit for good that I was leaving. I didn't tell my agent, I changed my number. I literally disappeared. Mm. Like, I don't even know if anybody was looking for me. I changed everything. So I was done. You know what, I, I, I was to a place in my life where I knew that if I didn't change something that I was gonna be dead. I knew it. Like really? I had because of
2: just drugs and just the people you were uh, around and.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think there's a lot of like there's there's some genuine people in the industry. That then there's also a lot of like narcissism and and people that don't genuinely have your back because it's competition. Because
2: but it's, it's one of the things I struggle with too. But that's informing kind of an opinion. You know it's there there are good people in it you Mm -hmm. know and i mean it's like any industry though too you know we deal with this in you know film and television and stuff and it's anywhere it's it's it really is so um that's why i'm like i struggle with Mm -hmm. you know uh, you know you talk to some pretty amazing people on the business side Mm -hmm. and uh, on the performer side Mm
0: -hmm.
2: you know it's very confusing yeah definitely i had a uh you know different opinion of this before i started filming after porn ends mm-hmm. and i i looked at it i was one of those people you know where i completely judged it and um it took uh learning about people and and, and talking with them to stop me in the tracks and just you know want to have more of an open mind right and um what and, was
1: your judgment before before filming
2: i was i you know it's it's you know, anybody that does porn, you know, they're, 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 they must be, you know, like messed up or something. Oh yeah. That was, you know, my opinion. And I was wrong.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, you know, it's, I feel like people have planted their feet and set out to do it as a career Mm -hmm. and fully embraced it. But then you have people that get into it, you know, just completely just the wrong reasons. Yeah. And it just, it, you know, it, it pushes their life in such a different direction mm-hmm. than it, it could have gone.
1: So, what would you say? Because you're mm-hmm. going to be a father, and I believe you're going da- to have a son. Right? You're going to have a son, you're going to have a daughter. Come on. What would you say if your daughter wanted to get into the porn industry? I knew that
2: was coming. Brittany! <laughs> 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 what, what would I say? Um, again, I would say. Have your coat of armor on, mm-hmm. if that's what you want to do. Have mm-hmm. your coat of armor on mm-hmm. because society is going to take some swings at you. Mm-hmm. And if you think that you can handle that, it's yours to decide. Yeah. Um, prior to that and prior to whatever my child would want to do as a career, mm-hmm. I hope as a dad that I would give them the tools to um, explore every possible option Mm -hmm. that they can you know that i could provide Mm -hmm. and if that's the uh if that's the road that they wanted to take and there's a reason for that
1: Mm -hmm. what do you think wifey would say
2: (laughs) (laughs) you know i i can't speak for her but i think she would come to the same conclusion as me Mm -hmm. and if she didn't would love to uh, hear what she has to say. (laughs) Yes. Put her on camera. I don't know. I know
1: I'm very, like, protective. I'm very, like, this is my, like,
2: I have to ask you now. I know I'm not interviewing you, but what would you... uh...
1: What would I say? Um, You know, my dad took uh, uh, the approach with me is like, you know, whatever makes you happy, do whatever you want to do in your life. You know, I'm here for you. And I think that I needed more of somebody to tell me, like, that's not you know, Given your, why are you doing yes. this? Like, wh- why do you want to do this? Why are you willing to take your clothes off for millions of people? Like, what is it about it? Like, like I needed somebody to be there to maybe correct me. And, and I know that if my daughter wanted to get into the industry, um, because I know the brokenness because I have a lot of friends in the business yeah, I mean, little, yeah. Because I know like there's some girls I when I was in the industry. I used to always ask girls. How'd you get in the business? Why'd you get in the business? There's so many different stories whether it's well, my parents were overly religious and they told me I was gonna go to hell So I figured I'll just do whatever I want or you get the but stories
2: rebelling and, Yeah,
1: so they're. yeah, exactly or you get the stories of you know um I thought I was gonna be homeless, or there's some stories of of sadly molestation. There's like, everybody has a story, right? And oftentimes it comes from the childhood, right? So if my daughter said, mom, I wanna get into porn, I'll be 100% honest with you, I would feel like I failed as a mom. Mm -hmm. I really would. And, And I don't have any judgment towards people or towards my friends but I'm in total mama bear mode and I want to protect my baby girl from the heartbreak, from the pain and I would want to know why she felt the need to um, try to gain affirmation through her body because we as women are worth so much more than just our bodies. We're worth like It's I don't want somebody to I don't want my daughter to feel like she has to get attention because of the way she looks You know, Mm -hmm. that's a lot. It's a lot of pressure, you know Um, That you feel like in order to feel good about yourself that you always have to like look perfect and and all of this and and I would want her to love herself from the inside out and not the outside in mm-hmm. And a lot of times like not just in porn, but in Hollywood in general you do you like you have to take you have to take care of yourself Like this is your image. This is what you're selling but it if you're not confident internally, then you start to love yourself outside in yeah. right so you know oh my god. I, and sometimes I still deal with this, to be honest with you. I'm like, I'm pregnant, I'm like, dude, I have flab on my arms, I'm like, gosh. <laughs> and then I'm like, okay, give yourself grace, girl. You're pregnant, yeah, like, yeah. you know what I mean? And I have to retrain, okay, love yourself from the inside out, okay? Like, you're gonna get your body back, it's gonna be good. But, yeah, I I would really feel, I would almost feel like, I would feel sad.
2: Yeah, it's, it's crazy, if you, uh... If you see the bonus features and stuff on on uh, online, there the, a lot of the stories are it's um, of the new and current performers. You know, uh, I I didn't really particularly like the reasons why they were getting into the industry. You know, yeah. it's uh, one of them was about I was raped when I was 16 uh, years old. Yeah, and girl goes into the story about that. I'm like, that's not a good reason. You mm-hmm. know, that's a very bad reason. Mm-hmm. You had nobody there to, to help you. You were a minor, you mm-hmm. know, you never reported this guy. Mm-hmm. Um, had a, a, another girl, uh, where she's currently in the industry and, uh, she's, you know, wants to, uh, mentor, um, kids. Mm-hmm. She's in the, in the industry and she's like, when I get out of, that's what I want to do. And I'm like, you know it, it's like you know that's probably not going to happen for you mm-hmm. you know and there's lack of guidance where somebody was kind of needed to explain that to her like mm-hmm. hey um again whether this is right or wrong hey this is how you know it's going to be though you yeah. know when when you go to go get that job mm-hmm. um sorry man this isn't you know just where we're at in this day and age yeah yeah.
1: So the world's very divided there's some people who just um, maybe like dabble in porn and then what effect do you think um, porn has on maybe the the human mind or like on somebody who who feels like they're addicted like what do you say to that person
2: what I'd like to see and this may be you know after porn ends like four yeah. you know but maybe maybe something like that could be addressed in it yeah. you know I think that would be kind of a, a cool idea we've mm-hmm. Bryce Wagner and I, we've we've talked about trying to shift the series in a, in another direction. Mm-hmm. Um, not that something is more important than the other. Right. It's just to kind of I- expand and, and talk about new issues and, mm-hmm. and stuff like that. And I think this is a very important issue. Yeah. Because uh, just like you said, any addiction, mm-hmm. you know, there's it, it a problem there, and it's mm-hmm. going to cause uh, problems in your life in other areas of your life, mm-hmm. work and your relationship. You know, it's yeah. if you're doing that, you're not having probably not having sex with your wife all that much, yeah. and you know, it's your there's a disconnect there, or uh, maybe it's influencing you in some way, and you know, yeah. I, I get it, you know, it's...
1: So then seeing it as like, people can be addicted, so taking away from like, if we just remove the performers, so we're not looking at the humans, yeah. the, we're just looking at the industry in itself. Mm-hmm. So is that potentially dangerous for you know, all of the people who are actually addicted to it as cocaine was once like,
2: is the industry dangerous to those people? Mm -hmm. Um, you know, I think it goes back to what we were talking about with guidance in their life and not, there's something else they're seeking this out for a reason. You know, what is, what is that? Why are you seeking, uh, porn. What, mm-hmm. you know, why are you becoming obsessed with this? Mm-hmm. I don't think any one thing is to blame. You know, it, it goes back like I said, you know, to guidance.
1: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I think that when you're trying to fill a void in any sense, whether it's drugs, shopping, porn, whatever it is, like, there's a void that, that can really only be filled. By. And
2: it, you know, it's, you know, maybe the, maybe the platforms and the performers, you know, it, they, Hopefully, maybe they create some sort of a, a bigger education, you know, mm-hmm. aspect of, of, of it. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I think a, a big part of what we were talking about today is it, I guess the answer was a lot of guidance and stuff like that mm-hmm. and how it, it kind of that's where it stems from. And mm-hmm. yeah. so I love that you guys are doing this, yeah. you know, and you have such a positive voice, Richard, as well, you know, mm-hmm. um, God bless you guys you on your, too. you know, journey with this. Um, I am in full support. Thank you. Anything man. I can ever do. Thank uh, you, you know, so I'm, much. I'm with you guys on this. So.
1: Thank you. We really appreciate you, and I am so grateful that you were here today. And yeah. thank you for allowing me to interview you. It's been a blessing.
2: Cool. Thank you for having me. Of course.
0: <laughs> Thanks for listening to the Examine podcast. Head on over to triplexchurch.com for more information on all things porn and purity. And make sure to check out the hashtag ExaminePodcast on social media to connect with Brittany and to continue having real and raw conversations about porn and purity.